we associate being back in a relationship with being okay again, being successful, being on track. Like, boy, is the being on track vibe a problem with our age group. When in actual fact, we're using the idea of being back with someone, this ideal relationship, to fill a void, to fill a gap, a gap that we aren't good enough, uh, that will make it will make us better again, that will take that pain away. When in actual fact, it's not what we need. And actually, being single gives you all of the opportunities to do that. And that is the point of this very first episode of this. Because when you're single, there's a resounding collective expectation that you should be looking to not be single again, that you don't want to be single and couldn't possibly be happy with that scenario. Like the targeted ads that come in are always about dating because of course our pain point as a single woman is that we want to find someone to be with. But that means if you're pushing forwards with a narrative that you'll be happy once you're in a relationship, you're actually pushing your happiness beyond your own control. And that's mad because we should be looking to maintain that level of control because that's ours to own and keep. My happiness is within my behaviours, the way I act, what I do and the actions I take, not with the end result of achieving something that is ultimately out of my control. So that isn't really our pain point. When you become single or remain single even after trying dating with some mild levels of success or not, you worry that you aren't lovable. You just aren't good enough and that you'll never be loved again. You'll be lonely forever. How many times have you Googled that? Will I be alone forever? Like a classic Bridget Jones moment springs to mind of being in your pajamas on a Saturday night, singing your heart out to all by myself. Like you can see it. But that isn't the truth. You are, in fact, completely and utterly enough. And you aren't going to be on your own forever. Another partner springing straight in onto the scene is not the fix you need to make it better again, to make you better again. And time and healing will be the ones to take that pain away and for you to work on yourself. Not another relationship to distract you from all the things that are underlying, that aren't going anywhere if you don't do something about them. Instead, this single life is an opportunity to get to know ourselves, to get to work out what fills that void and that's within our control and enjoy every minute of it that we spend single with friends, going on dates, having adventures, trying new things out, learning about hobbies, also learning like all the knots of that. So losing friends in that, working out who's not someone today, working out what adventures don't really work for us and everything else in between. There's a lot of working out what really, really matters to us, what we really enjoy, what we get um, happy by doing consistently. Now, I can wholeheartedly say right at this very moment, I choose, actively choose to be single. And that also means I have to tackle the expectations that any people inadvertently or intentionally put upon me, which is asking, how's dating going? Or how's your love life? And I have to answer that with a simple explanation backed with confidence. I don't have to reason with people like an important message of this whole podcast will consistently be that this is your life and you have to own it and everything that goes on in it is down to you and it's within your control. But I will have conversations with people about it and my choice if I feel that they'll be open to listening because it's not necessarily always the conventional option or choice. It's not the norm per se. But I will talk about it to people that genuinely care about me and will want to listen. Because we all know it's better to mentally roll your eyes at someone, but outwardly just display a sickeningly sweet smile at someone 
when they try and reason with you that I'll change my mind. You'll change your mind um, right now. I mean, I might change my mind, but my choice right now is that I'm not that bothered. And that's okay. Um, but I realise that my choice of being single is not a choice everyone gets to make. Many of you are single women looking to date and to find love. And I validate and support your choices and desires within that. I mean, I speak to many women about which dating apps to try, how to manage your time and energy in dating, how to work on your mindset towards approaching dating with fun and positivity. And this podcast will serve you with those things over time in much the same way. But today I'm validating the single lifestyle that you're in, whether it's by choice or otherwise. And it is about embracing the single life that is key. I've already mentioned that you have to maintain your locus of control. You have to keep it internal to what you're doing so that, hey, if you are looking to settle down and find a partner, your efforts towards that level of success can't be based on you like achieving and finding someone because that involves another person that you can't control. But you can set yourself goals on how many dates you go on, how many conversations you start on apps, uh, how many social events that you go on each week. Above all else, enjoying that process as you do it, having fun in the conversations, the first dates, the nerves, the funny stories that come out of it, uh, and meeting new people in all those different ways. Those are things that you could do something about. And that's still embracing the single life. It isn't getting caught up in the outcome. It's focusing on your journey, your experience, your development, and the single life you're living. 